Welcome to Club Frequency. We have got a brilliant show lined up for you tonight. We have got two amazing guest mixes. We have got one from K-Class and we have got one from Graham Park. That is two solid hours of the very finest in-house and classic house. But firstly, we're going to go and have a little chat about one of my favourite all-time tunes. This is Paul from K-Class. Now, okay, Paul, thanks for for joining us. Absolute pleasure. Well, listen, can you tell me, how did it all kick off with K-Class? How did it start for you? There was another band called Interstate, um, who we saw supporting 808 State at a small club in Chester on a Thursday night called The Blast Club. This was in 1988 at the height of the sort of acid house explosion. And we thought this band Interstate were, basically, we thought they were better than 808 State. We thought, you know, the sound, they sounded more like the kind of house music that we were buying on import, you know, all the stuff that was coming in from Detroit and stuff like that, and from Chicago. You know, we were really impressed with them. Didn't really speak to them that night. And then the Friday after, we went to the Hacienda because we went every week on a Friday without fail. This is myself and Russ. Okay. And we bumped into these guys again um, that were in Interstate. It turned out to be Carl and Andy. And got chatting to them, told them we had a little bit of equipment ourselves and we were trying to make records, but they weren't sounding right and stuff like that. And they said, oh, we'll come back to ours after the club and yeah, we'll pull our equipment together and see what we can do. So literally, we went straight from the Hacienda back to Wrexham, where they lived. They got in the studio and their switched 909 drum machine on. It was like, oh my God, that's that sound that we were after that you know that made you know made it sound like all the records that we were buying. Got so you. Like, now we're in, we can do it. We got some ideas down, although at that time of the night, they were very hazy yeah. ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then over the next two weeks in our spare time, we recorded a four-track EP, well, four tracks, um, which at the time didn't have a name for the tracks or the band. Um, they were just track one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. And we took them in on a chrome cassette, which was the only thing we could master them onto, um, into Eastern Block Records. They absolutely loved them, said, well, you know, you need to think of a name for the band and for the tracks because we want to put them out right now. And we said, well, you can't release them off a chrome cassette. Do you know what I mean? So the, they, they actually put us back into the studio in Manchester then. Okay. Um, and over the next couple of months, we recorded the Wildlife EP, which did phenomenally well. Um, you know, for a faceless four-track EP mm. released on a small independent label, I think it just missed out on the top 60. Right. You know, selling like tens of thousands of copies. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose in those days, you know, there was so little house product around that, you know, people were lapping up absolutely everything that, you know, that appeared. Yeah, yeah. Just a quick question. How on earth did you come up with the name K-Class? Because we couldn't think of anything else. Um it, it, it was come up within a rush, obviously, because we had to think of a name for the band. <laughs> um, probably more down to John Peel than, every, than anything else. I mean, obviously, legendary radio broadcaster. Not a lot of people know it, but he played house music on British radio before most people even knew what it was. You know, he was obviously the champion of breaking new sounds. So I always used to listen to his show avidly to sort of pick up on new imports that were coming over from America, you know, before they even hit the shops over here a lot of the time. Yeah. And he used to have this thing at the time about because a lot of American hip hop bands at the time spelt the name with a K instead of a C. Mm. And, you know, he kept on saying, well, such and such, such and such spelt with a K, of course, which is obligatory these days. And it was uh, it was just a play on that, really. No way. We also found out later on in the day that K class was a type of British steam powered submarine. <laughs> 
<laughs> the logistics of a steam-powered submarine, it's not a very good idea. <laughs> not particularly, is it? In a lifespan, every single one of them was either blown up or destroyed <laughs> or just sank itself. And apparently the last two of them ever in existence but. um I think I think it was K11 and K14 crashed. Was well K14 was coming off repair at Barrow. K11 was coming in to be scrapped at the end of its career. They crashed into each other off the coast at Barrow and sank, and that was the last two of them gone. We actually, we actually had a book about it for a while, which uh, the summing up line in the book was without doubt K class for a total disaster. <laughs> You've turned the name around at least, you know. Well, yeah. But then we lost the book as well, so. <laughs> I can imagine it with a blooming chimney on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Steaming across. What's that smoke heading towards us? Some guy standing oh. on a boat looking at a big funnel of smoke in the middle of the sea. It's hardly stealthful, is it? <laughs> not quite. But, um, no, I mean, the name was not initially connected with that. Do you know what I mean? That was something we found out. Thank God. <laughs> Around that time, as well as releasing you know, the, the first EP, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, we were making a lot of headway. Um, you know, by doing live performances, like literally inspired by people like Adamski and people like that, where we were just taking our keyboards and the sequence and drum machines to raves, setting up and almost blending what we did in with the DJs and stuff like that. You know, a lot of the early performances, people didn't even realise we were playing. They thought it was just the DJ that was continuing playing, which to us was a huge pat on the back because it sounded like, you know, it made, you know, it was think, well, our music sounds right. And then slowly we developed the live act. We started getting more and more gigs, bigger and bigger parties. And one of our early ones was at an arts centre in Stoke, actually. Then we went on to do things like the warehouse in Leeds, obviously gigs in our hometowns of Chester and Wrexham. And then a big night called Atomic in Blackpool where we DJed on the bill. And the same night, Sasha made his first ever DJ appearance. We were on on. exactly the same bill. So, yeah, we were really gathering strength with that. We developed the live act by recording Rhythm is a Mystery and adding Bobby Depersoir, our vocalist, to the lineup to do that, which gave us another dimension. Um, Rhythm is a Mystery was released on Eastern Block in, in a format that probably not many people know now. It's like a more disjointed sort of freestyle Detroit techno sounding track not you know very just not I mean the vocals are the same but there's very very little relation between the track that original mix and the mix that people know today Uh, that was released on the Eastern Block initially and again just missed the top 40 and with no promotion whatsoever they were like really buoyed by this and said why don't you go away and do another mix and you know more song-based mix Uh and around that time um, Mike Pickering playing loads of the Italian piano stuff we decided it would be a really good idea to put like a piano in it and, you know, and structure it into a song and make a chorus and stuff like that out of it. So we chopped the vocals up, rearranged it, um, mimicked the, the vocal melody with the sax line and put some nice pads underneath it and stuff like that. And, yeah, that became the mix of Rhythm as a Mystery that everybody knows and loves. Still today. I mean, it was almost like, because we had quite a good following through playing live, that people were waiting for us to make a really big record. And then when we did make a big record that everybody could get onto, you know, the support was just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, our whole aim in the first place was only ever to get one of our tracks played at the Hacienda. That's all we set out to do. By this time, we were playing out nearly every weekend. And then the rumours came back to us and said, oh, your record's absolutely blowing up in the Hacienda. And so we, you know, we had a rare Saturday night off and we went down there. I think it was Graham Park. It was about half past 12 at night. We were on the balcony and we heard the, the first bits of the drums coming in. And it was like this little ripple of excitement sort of went through the crowd. Then the first Tom Phil on the track comes in and that arpeggio synth line comes in. Half the club goes berserk. 
and then there's sort of like three string intro another tom phil and the main piano line kicked in and it was like somebody had chucked kerosene on a barbecue the whole place just went up four of us were just stood up on the balcony turned around and looked at each other and sort of open mouth and oh my goodness what on earth have we done you've arrived and yeah we, we've never looked back i mean obviously that track then went on to get signed to deconstruction mm. and was released in november 91 eventually after you know about a year of faffing around with it yeah. um but over that summer the demand for it built up that much you know, because, I mean, it's not like these days where a track exists. You can go, you know, if a track exists somewhere on the internet, people will be able to find it and download it. You know, then if you didn't have that track, you didn't have it and you couldn't get it. Fantastic. All the very best again, mate, and thanks for your time, Paul. Absolute pleasure. Really enjoyed doing it. Good, man. All the best, mate. Yeah. Speak soon. Take care. A, a massive thank you going out to Paul from K-Class. Got to say, absolute brilliant. Now, he's done as an exclusive mix. You're going to love this, guys. It is jam rammed full of classics. Enjoy. This is Cake Man. Hi, this is Paul from Cake Class, and you're listening to our special mix with Mark Mack.
here for the first hour. Absolutely brilliant. Great having a chat with Paul there from K-Class and what a stunning mix. Coming up in the second and final hour here on Club Frequency, we have Graham Park in the mix. Now, don't forget Club Frequency is connected to a club night that happens up in Super Club in Stafford. Now, it's in Couture. It is a brand new event that is going out. Now, the tickets are available as of this Friday. We have got Seb Fontaine doing a stunning 90s classic house mix in his style. We have got Angel Johnson and we have got Mark Rowley all going to be down there on Friday the 10th of June. Now that is Couture Super Club Stafford and it is Seb Fontaine, Angel Johnson, Mark Rowley from 9.30 right the way through till 3 in the morning. The early bird tickets are £12. They're on sale as of Friday. You can get a standard ticket for £14. Now, there are specials. Don't forget, get yourself down there. Seb Fontaine, Angel and Mark Rowley. What a night. Here on Club Frequency, you're going to get a chance to listen to some mixes from those guys very soon as well. In the meantime, here we go. This is Graham Park in the mix here on Frequency. This is Mark Mack. Welcome back to Club Frequency. This is Mark Mack. We are here with the next hour with Graham Park in the mix.
Right, that's it from us here on Club Frequency. Don't forget, Friday, 10th of June, Seb Fontaine, Angel Johnson, a.k.a. Angel, and Mark Rowley down at Couture Super Club in Stafford. Tickets are available as of Friday via ticketsellers.co.uk and you can get yourself the early bird tickets there. A massive, massive thank you going out to K-Class, especially Paul for having a little chat with me there and also Graham Park for sharing such a brilliant classic mix. Right, don't forget you can catch us here every third Tuesday of the month. Have yourself a fantastic month. I will see you there. Bye-bye. This is Mark Mack.